<laughs> Welcome to Metapod, the podcast for watching Metabots and then talking about Metabots, the show, not the Pokemon, no. called Metapod. Yes. That would be very boring of a podcast. That would be really that would be really boring of a, of a podcast. It would just be the one Pokemon. How much can you say about Metapod? Uh, I don't know, but he goes hard. Yeah, he's probably one of the easiest Pokemon to insert inside of yourself. You think? He seems a little rigid. That's well. <laughs> like I would, I would. Let's. I. Well, how? Who else is getting up in there? I, I mean, Ekans, also Arbok. They have fangs. Well, yeah, but that they can can they keep their mouth shut? <laughs> <laughs> or you or in you one can, sense, but they are some fucking gossipy bitches. <laughs> or you can go tail end. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Start with the rattle. That Dr- seems Dratini, Dragonair. Mm. Hell, mm. I'd even I'd even say uh, Caterpie would get up in there easier than I don't think so. He's he's so like round and squishy. He's got the fucking the weird horn thing on his head. Yeah, but it's not it doesn't seem to be that that sharp. Might scrape a little might scrape a little bit, but I don't think it would be as bad as trying to shove a a metapod up there. If you've got a funnel you I bet you can get a muck up in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also also a uh, a ditto. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Mime, he's begging for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we know Mr. Mime has been up in Ash's mom. Yeah, that's a little uncomfortable. So ask her, ask Delilah about that. In my in my approximation, Mr. Mime is Ash's dad. <laughs> they just don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, at at least stepdad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this is not the podcast about <laughs> that. This <laughs> is... It's about Metabots. Yeah. Uh, We're watching episode uh, eight, for better or worse, Mm. part one. Yes, the first of our two parts episodes for this series. Very, very, uh, uh, lots of anticipation, lots of anxiety here. What's going to happen? What are we, uh, how how deep in this are we going to get? Is this cliffhanger going to make me want to chew my toenails off? Um, So I'm going to say that it is not about a wedding. Mm. In, in spite of the title, yeah, um, that makes sense. Let's see the cliffhanger. Will make you want to chew your toes off. Mm. Is that a prediction? That, that is, is a formal. Predi- yeah, that is a formal prediction. Got it. Um, other other predictions. Um, let's see. I'm gonna guess that um, Arika gets jealous. Arika, okay. In a in her platonic way of getting jealous, right? Because of course these are children. They don't have ton of romantic interest in one another, but also they're just buds in general. Uh, sp- speaking of platonic interest, mm. um, I th- think we'll see Karen. Karen. Okay, yeah. Well, that's yeah. More of a romantic uh Right, I'm just yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Speaking of Verika getting jealous. But yeah, those uh those are predictions for this episode. We'll see how we how we do. Um Off topic, have you listened to the new uh Manchester record? I have not. I've Valley I've, Vision? Yeah, I've been meaning to. Is it any good? Okay, so I thought so. Um, I I listened to uh, the the whole thing on on stream. Yeah. It's 
I th- I thought Million Masks of God was pretty good too. Yeah, it seemed a little less inspired than like Black Mile, but yeah. Um, it's very piano heavy. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Like there's like one song that's the typical Andy finger pickerer. Cool. Um, but other than that, I didn't hear that much guitar in it. It's a lot of uh, 808s and reverby piano stuff. Mm. But it's it's good. I've kind of I don't know. I've kind of come around. I always liked Black Mile, but Black Mile is one of those albums, and this kind of feels like one too that. It while there are songs I enjoy on it, it very much diminishes the experience to listen to individual songs. It is very much yeah, an album that it's album rock, and in yeah, in the clearest sense of that word, it is meant to be listened to the whole thing, especially with the way that a lot of the songs interplay with one another. Yeah, yeah, but there um, are some songy songs in there, like you know, but for the most part, it is yeah. But I've I've come to appreciate um, this later phase of of Manchester being really just as intense and heavy as uh, as like like a virgin through cope, just in a different way. It's yeah, it's more. Like the somber and yeah. intense feelings of maturity than the angst and and sort of chaos of youth. Right. Um, honestly, the closest thing I could think, especially Black Mile, that I could think to compare it with would be something like like Pet Sounds, in that it's like it's not heavy. In a like in a sonic sense by any means, but the um, like the breadth and and width of the of like the sonic landscapes are in a way more overwhelming mm. emotionally yeah. than uh, than slamming big guitars and such. Yeah, I, at some level, there's there's only so much grist you can get out of that as yeah as an artist you have to deviate in some level if you're going to try to get into that same feeling you can't just wring out the same feelings from the same sort of materials over and over and over again or at least it would be a tremendous challenge considering like every instrument has its own sort of like uh, approach and its own its own psychological uh, uh, effect that mm-hmm. it has on you and I think that Going to the piano more would give you uh, a lot more opportunity to uh, step away from sort of the the impact of the playing of the instrument and more so like the impact of the composition and uh, getting getting those like it's easier to play like bigger chords right. and have them be, like it'd be more of like a verticality as opposed to just like getting through a bunch of different. Um, uh, you know, notes like ripping through solos and shit like that. Not that Manchester ever really did that, but just, just in terms of like what the instrument is sort of designed for. Yeah, and I feel like they pushed that kind of like southern indie 
rock thing. Yeah, with, the, with, the with a guitar. Version. Yeah, to its uh, to its limits. Mm-hmm. By the time they got to to cope, yeah, just long enough for all Get Out to start ripping them off. Right, and then <laughs> they took that torch. But yeah, that's our our diversion into music that we like. A uh, million masks of, well, not million masks of God. I'm you can listen to that wherever. Um, what the fuck is anyone fucking Valley Valley of Visions? The, there's mm. a full. It's cool. They've got like um, a full album stream, and it's on YouTube, and it's just like um, just some like nature video and stuff fuck to yeah. go along with it. So it's just like a cool, chill, just like. Sit back, turn the turn the lights off, and just just fucking vibe out to uh, to a really chill chill record. It's if if you like the first couple of songs, you'll probably like the whole thing because it's very consistent in its in its vibe. Uh, if you don't, you probably won't. But there's probably another Manchester record that you will enjoy. Not a sponsor. So yeah, um, <laughs> so you should listen to that. You don't listen to that record while you're uh, while you're listening to us. Put put one in one ear and one in and one in the other. And uh, that's actually the intended way to listen to this podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> actu- actually, it is. It's like the Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz <laughs> thing. We sync up perfectly. <laughs> Valley, what is it? Valley voices. Valley vision. Valley vision. Visions. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. V yeah, in the V. Yeah. Enjoy your acid trip, and we'll be right back with For Better or Worse Part 1. All right, we're back. We are. So there's a, a World Roll Battle Championship, there apparently. Is. <laughs> uh, it's it's Kenya versus Switzerland, I think they said? Spain. Spain, okay. That that makes more sense. Yeah, it's he's in Switzerland. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a different referee. <laughs> I always get those confused. Yeah. Uh, there's a different referee... So I don't think this counts, actually. I don't, I don't think. What do you is, mean? I mean, they don't have um, they don't have Mister Referee as the referee at the World yeah. Rule Battle Championship. He's not. He didn't will himself into the arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, there's um, I forget their names, but one's uh, or Red Matador, Red Matador, blue. and War Bandit. Yeah. Which yeah. A cool, cool naming convention for the Kenyan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem fair. Should have had some lion thing going on with it, right? Yeah, I mean, Victor from Kenya. Yeah, uh, the most common name there. It's like John, right? Uh, Icky's watching the fight on TV, um, and I'll I'll come come back to that in a. In a minute, uh, Meta B is dressed as a cowboy for yeah, some reason. Meta B is <laughs> dressed as a cowboy, which yeah is like the equivalent of just hanging out in your living room, and your little brother is dressed as a samurai. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's he's riding the dog around like a horse. Yeah. Which seems like it would hurt the dog a whole lot. Cause oh, definitely. Meta B's like you know he's a robot, You're made out of metal. Uh. In their juvenile commotion, they knock over a vase that Iki's mom put on the TV and break the TV. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, Iki's mom, you know, 
hearing the kerfuffle steps in and just gives a Jedi level shaming to, yeah. <laughs> to Icky. Uh, she definitely pulls a Lucille Bluth and is like, I'm a horrible mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to which Icky and uh, Meta, Meta be, uh, quickly deny. And she says, oh, Rhea, well, if that's so, then uh, I guess we're just going to have to take it out of your allowance, Icky. Yeah, yeah she's like, it's... It's all my fault. I should have known better than to have put l- nice nice flowers laying around with a bunch of boys in the house. I should have known you would appreciate it, and they feel bad. Yeah. Like, no, it's our fault. It's like, okay, well, in that case, uh, no allowance <laughs> for you. Yep. Um, or, so Rika has video of the fight Um. And let's Iki borrow it yeah. so he can study it for the uh, city row battle yeah. championship. Which you gotta love that she gives it to him on a CD. It's supposed to be the 22nd century. Okay, so we cycle back here to... Um, also, yeah, the TV was a fucking, like, foot-deep cathode ray, too. Well, <laughs> the TV also. Well, and the fact that they were watching TV. Television, yeah. It's, it's always an interesting thing to me, um, the future in fiction. Or and even just like general concepts of the future, because yeah. we always seem to ex- expand on our understanding of the present and apply it to the future. Yeah, like it's always like, what was the future in like the fifties? Well, everybody has a car, so it's got to be it's got to <laughs> be about about flying yeah. cars flying and everything. Cars, yeah. Um, you know yeah. what? What's uh, everyone's gonna be watching TV? So obviously, it's just going to be like, uh, like 3D television or, or or something. Like it's always a projection of the current technology, whereas reality is that it's always like leaps, leaps and bounds in a uh, in a mode of technology that hadn't really developed to that point that changes like that changes those those conditions but yeah Arika gives uh gives Iki a, a little m- mini disc uh of of the fight physical media folks we're bringing back physical media <laughs> in the 22nd century yeah what this uh, show has been ignoring is that there was a fucking cataclysm at the end of the 21st century <laughs> right. that caused <laughs> them to all go back about 100 years in certain technology. Um, the Screws are also going to enter the city tournament. Yeah, they show up to just be shitty whenever right. the uh, AK is discovering that there's going to be a tournament. Which, I mean, uh, how does Icky not not know? I know he, I just, know. Yeah, he just got a, a metabot, but it seems like he's been obsessed with this whole like meta fighting scene for a long time. You'd think he'd know about the the city city tournament. Yeah. But yeah, Samantha's got a top secret plan which Spike gives away immediately. Yeah, that oh, she got some new parts for him. Genius. Yeah. Which we're going to see how that works out for. Her. Not well, spoilers. <laughs> uh at the shop, Henry tells Icky that he needs to to polish Meta B. <laughs> Give him a good polish. But to do that, he has to take out Meta B's metal, and Meta B is uh is not about that. Yeah, does not like have having his metal taken out. Wh- who does? That's right. What I want yeah. To know. No, I wouldn't. But Henry lends Icky a spare tin pet, so 
he can clean Meta B's body, so, so he can put the metal in it while he cleans Meta B's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki comes home and uses the spare parts he's collected to to build a spare body for for Meta B, but Meta B is nowhere to be found, and he's out walking the dog. Uh, Meta B comes home to find the Metabot that Icky has built and comes to the wrong conclusion and storms yeah. off. He thinks that Icky is cheating on him with the new shiny new metal. Yeah. Shiny new Metabot. And, uh, yeah, so they break up. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, cut to the tournament. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Meta B is fighting on his own, and he's doing a good job. He's making his way through the tournament. Yeah. Uh, Karen is here. Uh, her hair is a different color, inexplicably. Is it a different color? Yeah, it's it's a lot less. It's more orange and less red mm. than it was previous. Okay. And uh, I think it's also drawn slightly differently. Yeah, I noticed it was drawn slightly differently. I didn't notice the the color change. Fresh dye job, probably. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. And Koji is here too, and he and Samila Don are also making their way. Through the through the tournament, most of the fights, pretty much all of them are just like one and done, just to show yeah. that uh, Meta B and Similadon are climbing the climbing the ranks. Um, we do get to see Pepper Cat here. Uh, Samantha puts Pepper Cat into battle with some some new gear that is entirely too heavy. Yeah, for Pepper Cat, who is basically an all speed sort of build. Right. Um, has trouble lugging around this giant arm and just gets one shot into oblivion. Yeah, I really thought for a for a minute it was gonna be like those three since they're the ones we actually know. Yeah, that like make it into the finals, or whatever. But no, uh, Pepper Cat just gets knocked the fuck out. Yep. Um, I said no name. And uh, so Arika is into Koji. I kind of, I guess she she calls him handsome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's enough. They're kids. <laughs> uh, Koji's into Karen, and so is Iki, and Karen seems oblivious to everything. Um, so uh, it's, that's our love uh, fucking... Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love N64 polygon clipping, yeah. through a, clipping through a wall. Yeah, it's a love Z, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Metabi is doing repairs on himself when Icky comes into the tent and uh, tries to make things right. And you know, it's like we we need each other to get through this through this tournament. And Metabi is like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." And and at the worst possible time, Spike comes in, right, to reveal that he has a wager uh, set up, which. This is very clearly news to Icky in, yeah. this, in this moment, so I yeah. don't know why Meta B gets so pissed about it. But anyway, Spike reveals that he's wagering on Meta B winning, so that uh, well, Icky winning with Meta B, so that uh, he can get desserts from school lunches. Right, everyone's bet their school lunch or their school uh, dessert, lunch dessert on on the fight, and Spike has bet on Icky and Meta B. Yeah, so there's pudding on the table, folks. <laughs> but yo. A Metabi gets pissed. Metabi gets super pissed, and it's like, well, first of all, it's very clear that Spike is telling this Tiki for the first time. Yeah, and also, even if he wasn't, I don't understand why Metabi would be would be pissed about. He just that? he thinks he thinks Icky's in it for the wrong reasons. Like he just wants Metabi to win for his own personal gain. Yeah. Uh, 
as opposed to winning for the glory of it. Yeah. Um, Which but is anyway, a weird, weird approach to a tournament. <laughs> right. But yeah. It, and uh, oh shit! It's the Rubber Robo Gang. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> revealing their nefarious plan to first open a noodle booth at the <laughs> Row Battle Championship yeah. uh, tournament, and then uh, a kiosk in the mall, <laughs> and then a standalone restaurant, <laughs> and uh, then I guess they take over the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, as one of them remarks, this plan doesn't seem very evil. Yeah, the other one's like, you haven't tasted the noodles. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the finals between Meta B and Smilodon. Uh, Meta B is getting his clock cleaned. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Meta B gets fucking stomped by Smilodon. Yeah. Uh, uh, Icky's Ik- uh, giving good advice that Meta B refuses to take because Meta B is being too bullheaded and thinks that Icky is just not... not uh, having his best interest at heart. Yeah, and he he thinks he can... He can win on his own. Uh, Koji goads Metabi into using his seeker missiles. Uh, Iki tries to tell him it's a trap, but Metabi won't listen, and he's completely immobilized. Um, Koji is disappointed in Iki because he just wanted a good fight to settle the score between them, but obviously Iki and Metabi are not synchronizing properly, and no. Similadon wins the fight, knocking out Meta B's medal. And that's uh that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's <coughs> it for this episode. So um it was not about a wedding. No. Um I wouldn't say that Arika gets jealous. Nope. We did see Karen. We saw Koji get jealous. We not, yeah, we did not, see Koji get jealous, not, but uh, not Arika. Not our girl Arika. Uh how did you feel about the cliffhanger? Uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, by, I feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel here, which is that they just put Metabee's metal into the spare Metabot and then try again. Unless the tournament's over and then they're just well, I mean, he lost the fight. Yeah, but I White. mean, is it, is it single elimination? Is it, mm, uh, right. it could be, could be multiple days of this tournament. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, so, oh, uh, any quotes for us? Uh, yeah, um, whenever um, Meta B is, is uh, ha- they just got uh, finished getting shit-talked to them by the screws at the mm-hmm. in the uh, uh, beginning of the episode, Meta B says, I'll show her the agony of defeat and to hands and to face, <laughs> which I'm not entirely sure what that means, <laughs> but <laughs> it's fun to say. Yeah. Um, we got another Meta B. Uh, he talks like he's, like, He's been in a room and has only been watching Spike Lee movies for his entire life. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, <coughs> that's what I meant in the first or second episode, that Meta B seems coded black. Yes. It's very strange. Yeah. Very strange way to go about that. Um, Like like what an alien thinks a black person sounds like. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we've got another one here. Uh, another Meta B. Uh, all this time... You've been yanking my chassis, using me for pudding. <laughs> uh, that's of course him. Him talking shit to uh, Iki, yeah. Iki for for the bet. But yeah, that's 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 where we're at. Not a, not a ton of uh, great lines. We also mentioned the uh, the noodle uh, fiasco with the uh, the r- uh, rubber robos. Yeah, 
Which rubber noodles is actually a really good name for yeah. a fucking noodle uh, booth or whatever. Um, so I think we'd probably only count the fight between Meta B and Smilodon because it's really the only one we actually saw yeah. much of a fight from. So how do you feel about that one? Exhibition. It wasn't quite a bum fight, but it wasn't anything too special. I think it was cool that, uh, like, the disruption thing, I think, is a cool uh, ability. Yeah. Because if it just makes, like, whatever explosive go off nearby it, that's pretty fucking useful. But uh, I can also see how it would be a hindrance. Um, But we'll see what's up. I hope that we get... um, Because I feel like that could have been a title fight had... Had Metabee not been a little piss pants. Right, you're right. Had Metabee actually engaged in the fight and actually, like, allowed Icky to help him. Uh, I yeah. feel like those two ag- up against each other is a is a good matchup. Yeah. Uh, this episode. This episode. Um. Oh fuck! This is a good one. Okay. Is it? Is it an R two or is it a Bender? I'm gonna say Bender. I'm hoping that the the conclusion of our little two episode arc here is is an R two, but this one. Hmm. It kind of just it establishes the conflict well. Yeah. Like, um, you know, we don't really get any resolution, so we can't say too much about it. Yeah. And there's not really that many good fights in this in this episode. Uh, honestly, okay. So I think had we not had the the tent scene with Icky and Meta B, mm. I feel like it would have been an R two because I feel like they're. Uh, the misunderstanding, while it's dumb, it works. Like yeah. of, of Metabi thinking that Icky had built built another Metabot to replace him. I think that that works for the conflict. I don't think it's that better than the bet thing. It yeah, just adds exactly. Too much. It's still a little bit noisy. It's not. Uh, I also don't really like it when things are resolved and then immediately. Double Go- back on. Double back on, yeah. Sometimes that can be good for, like, dramatic tension, but, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think this, this really solves anything. Um. So, um, so yeah, we'll see what happens in our, uh, in our part two. Um, and we'll be back then, unless you got anything else to, any other notes to add about this episode uh just you know if, if you're a metabot out there listen to your handler you yeah <laughs> yeah slaves obey your masters okay well <laughs> <laughs> hey that's biblical all righty <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit <laughs> we'll be back next week bye